<laughs> I'm all in the camera. <laughs> all right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to Mind Shift Monday. <laughs> Hold on, let's get the... My hair want to be in the video as much as everything else. I appreciate everybody for tuning in today. Hopefully, the volume and everything is good. Let's go ahead and get these tentacles in order. Mind Shift Monday. We are definitely in the loop. Loop, loop, loop. Man, I, I I don't know how to describe what's going on right now, but I know it's phenomenal. I know it's some powerful shifts going on, powerful shifts going on, and more than anything, um, I just know that we better hang on tight because... One way or another, we are going to get shifted into the reality that we should be in to operate in our purpose. So, with that being said, Mel, welcome to Mind Shift Monday. All right. Um, if you are on Facebook, we got back on Facebook, y'all. So, I'm glad we were able to do that. Um, again, uh, we're also on Twitter. We're also on YouTube. So, you can leave your comments below. Um, you know, if you have anything that you want to comment on, you can like, share, subscribe, um, or just view the video. And I hope you enjoy uh, the content for today. Um, today, we are talking about the vision, which we've previously discussed in past videos, past live streams. Um, but we're talking about vision and the distortion of vision and rose-colored lenses and how do we really see the world? You know, are we really seeing the world the way that we really need to see the world? Or are we seeing the world through a program, through somebody else's vision, through somebody else's perception, what someone wants us to think the world actually looks like versus the vision, you know, that we don't want to perish with the vision that we need to have to actually create the world and come into the world that um, is already prepared for us or that we are going to be preparing, that we are preparing for ourselves and future generations. All right. All right. So especially for the children, because they are coming in strong and they are ready and they just need to, we just have to make sure that um, we are bridging the gap um, so that way, everything is pretty much laid out how it needs to be, and they can take it from there. Um, so, again, welcome to Mind Shift Monday. Give me one second, y'all. I'm still just assimilating from the day. A lot of things have changed since this previous Monday. And honestly, um, you know... The freedom of being able to see the blessings that come in disguise, being able to recognize when 
you are being placed in a in your purpose all right this is dealing with the theme for today as well being able to see exactly how you are being placed in your purpose um to come into the visions the dreams the the reality of where you truly need to be all right so if things are breaking down if it, if things are tearing away if things are being released if it feels like things are coming up inside of you if it feels like you know things are falling away or coming together even if it feels like things are just happening in synchronicity if things are uh just you know unveiling themselves letting you know that you are definitely supported that you are definitely being guided um to move fully into your purpose then lead strong okay and learn through energy all right so because it's always lead and learn all right it's always lead and learn all right so mind shift mondays y'all Let's get into it. And today is a little different. I'm telling you, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the mix of, I know what I need to say, but I need to make sure that I say what I need to say. All right. So welcome to Mind Shift Set Mondays, where we step out of our routine and mundane way of thinking and shift into a higher perspective. We exercise everything else. Why not exercise the way that we think and see things? All right. So, of course, these videos are coming from a heart-based frequency. So let's connect. All right. And let's dive in. All right. So, with that being said, again, we're dealing with vision and the rose-colored lenses. You know, most of everything that I have, I wrote down because I've just been making sure that intentionally I'm, I'm writing. Because for me, writing is a form of therapy. Um, and it's also a tool. It's also a, um, it's what I do, you know. And the more that I embrace that, the more... I'm able to release a lot of things that may have been clogged up or just trying to get through. You know, there's a lot of different ways that we may be trying to understand things. Um, we may be trying to perceive things. We may be trying to uh, just overall get into our flow. But how can you get into your flow? If you're not doing the thing that you should be utilizing to get into that, all right? So how do we really see the world? And is the world really our reflection? Or is the world really our reflection? All right? So, of course, um, when we're dealing with the rose-colored lenses, right? I'm not sure if you're familiar with, like, rose-colored lenses, and exactly what that really means. And so just to like briefly give a good overview or a decent overview of what that is, basically rose-colored lenses are being are seeing something a particular way, but not really seeing the real 
like not really having the actual vision for what you see. So it's like the same way how there could be an accident or there could be anything, any type of experience that occurs. And there are plenty of people around and everybody has their perspective of how they see it. Right. But for you, you know, you may have seen a certain piece of it or a certain way of it based off of your own experience, based off of your own traumas, based off of your own perceptions, preconceived notions, things like that. And let me just see if I can give y'all like a clear. Let's see, because I didn't think about this earlier, but let me see if I can give y'all a clear. Uh, all right, let me see if I can give y'all a clear. All right, so actually, so rose-colored glasses. Now, <laughs> this is about to take us for a turn. Rose-colored glasses, they say. is pretty much an optimistic perception. This is what this is what the um, dictionary is saying, all right? They're saying an optimistic perception of something, a positive opinion, seeing something in a positive way, often thinking of it as better than it actually is. Ooh! <laughs> better than it actually is. Damn, that's 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 a little interesting, right? All right, so to break that down and to really get into it, an optimistic perception. Now, is it really bad to have an optimistic perception? No, it really isn't. A lot of people that are optimistic, including myself, you know, um, majority of the time, the optimism comes from foreseeing how, foreseeing exactly what you see, okay? You know, or seeing through something, you know, being able to see things a certain way so that you can continue to move forward in your journey, in your dedication. Um, to continue to empower yourself, to continue to um, just see the vision for what it is that you have. Now, of course, you know, this could also lead into what most people would say, delusion, possibly, possibly. All right. So these are different things that can be spoke about. Um, also, depending now, one thing that is also, it doesn't always have to be rose-colored lenses, but any type of lens, um, especially colored lens, can give you a certain type of perception because colors also deal with certain angles and correlate with certain angels, okay? Now, I'm not going to really go that far with that one right now. That will be something that will be delivered later mm -hmm. on. Um, but for the most part, colors play a very huge part in how we see things. And so with rose-colored glasses, um, we are taking an optimistic approach and having an optimistic perception 
of reality. Now, of course, our experiences have created lenses as well, okay? Depending on the program, and y'all gonna see me look down and read read as well because um, at the end of the day, yeah, like I said, I wrote a lot of things down. And so um, our experiences have created lenses as well, okay? Depending on the program and how it has been repetitiously stored within ourselves, which everything is made of, including sight and having the vision to see clearly, okay? So our experiences create our reality in real time, okay? So, and I'm going to keep going back to the question, right? And let me make sure, I want to uh, make this a banner as well. The questions that I'm asking. All right. Give me one second. How does... You know, <laughs> I have been traumatized. I have traumatized myself so much with um, with my volume being a certain way, um, dealing with Bluetooth, which we're going to make sure that we cut off. So I hope y'all can hear me. I hope nothing is distorted uh, because that's exactly what we're talking about today as well. So hopefully y'all heard me up until this point because I do see that my Bluetooth was on or off, well, was on or whatever. But yes, I have traumatized my own self um, when it comes down to my audio because I, you know, you just never know. I And I really don't know. People, some people will let you just live stream, live stream, and then it won't come in, won't say, hey, we can't hear you. <laughs> And yeah, so hopefully everything is good on y'all end. But yeah, so just to get into continue on, um, and let me make sure, yeah, that I continue. I put this banner in here because this is the question. How do we really see the world? All right. This is one of our questions, right? How do we really see the world? Okay. And let me do it this way as well. And I appreciate y'all patience, but you know, we doing things in real time and there is no perfection to this because just as much as I have written this down, I'm also still bringing in information, um, you know, overall. All right, so let's get into it here. All right, there we go. <laughs> I love this stuff. 
All right. So, yeah. So how do we really see the world and or is the world really our reflection? Our reflection. OK, our reflection. Are we really seeing the world through our own reflection, through our own optimi optimistic perception of having rose colored lenses or is it through another type of lens where it's like it's no color just like my glasses like it's just straight through i'm seeing it exactly how it is and it ain't getting better and it's getting worse and i don't know what else to think about that you know like is it like what is your perception of the world how are you really seeing the world is it through a program is it through someone else's perception all right, let's keep going, though. And I'm going to repeat what we just came through, okay? Rays of colors correlate and represent the correlate with angels, right? They correlate with how we see things, colors, okay? So our experiences have created lenses. The things that we've experienced, the things that we've gone through have created experiences have created lenses as well depending on the program and how it has been repetitiously stored within our cells because our cells mirror back and are literally as um you know as you may see online or as you may have heard or i know i've heard are literally eavesdropping on our thoughts and how we are perceiving things so that it can bring that back into our reality. It's just like a mirror effect. It's reflecting back in real time in synchronicity um, exactly what we're feeling, exactly what we're experiencing. So if you wake up, we're just going to keep it easy. If you wake up and you're having a, uh, you know, you're feeling some type of way, da-da-da-da-da, then, you know, of course, hopefully, there will be things that ignite you to, you know, feel better. You know, maybe someone says something, make you laugh, or, you know, you walk down the street and see something beautiful, something unexpected. You know, somebody calls you, or you get a special special message, or, or you just, you might read something that just warms your heart and makes you feel a lot better, or you might just go back to sleep, Okay. Sometimes you just need to go back to sleep. You might just need another 15 minutes of rest or you just get up, you go work out or you take a walk. It doesn't matter. The whole thing is your perception. If you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, which is another thing, just like rose curled lenses. Uh, when people are like, oh, she, they must have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, did they really? They might have, you know? Because if a person is seeing something a certain way, then that is going to reflect in their reality. Now, of course, if you're being real with yourself, there's a difference between practical and uh, what we'll just use the easy word, word just being unrealistic, okay? Um, being practical, being unrealistic, being realistic. These things, you know, if you know you need to handle business, if you know there are things that you need to do, there are, there are certain things that we are responsible for and accountable for, along with being optimistic, along with having a certain vision, along, along with having a certain perception, okay? But again, to rewind back, our experiences have created lenses as well, depending on the program 
and how it has been repetitiously stored within ourselves, which everything is made of, including our sight and having the vision to see clearly. So if your blood, if you're, imagine that, imagine that if your cells, if certain parts, your blood, you know, if it's not as clear or if it's distorted, if it has debris in it, if it's clotting or if it's different types of things that are going on within your body, do you not think that that would distort your vision as well or the way you see reality or the way that we project things into the world, the way that we reflect things into the world? People are angry. People are bitter. People, you know, are traumatized off of certain experiences from childhood, from any moment in time. And so this is reflecting through their, all the way through their body because it's stored in their cells, right? And so it becomes an addiction almost. It also becomes something that they see in their reality. So now guess what? Their perception of the world has a lens on it, okay? And it doesn't, it's not necessarily rose colored. I'm just using that as an example because that deals with optimism. But having any type of lens um, colored lens or any type of way that you see things can distort our reality, um, especially if someone else is directing the play, if someone else is telling us what we see versus if you actually go to the scene, you might see something different, right? All right. So when we see people, we see them based on all of our experiences that usually have occurred in the past. Unless we are experiencing someone in the moment for the first time, then all of our previous interactions with people we know. Yeah, I'm turning pages, y'all. It's kind of like uh, Mr. Rogers, Ben Thompson. <laughs> all of our previous interactions with people that we know are based on, again, past interactions, emotional memory storage. So the mind remembers how someone makes or make, made or makes us feel. The impression or impact of what someone else said about someone, a preconceived notion. So if someone told you, if you get ready to go to a restaurant and someone told you, hey, you know, that's, I didn't really have a good experience at that restaurant. Or you read the reviews. And you're like, oh, it's like 4.3 and it's like, it's good reviews, but this is this. But you're like, I'm going to go anyway. And you had a great experience. But then you're hearing other people, they had a bad experience. Is that their perception? You know, like this is where things become, this is where you have to be in alignment with your assignment. Okay. If there's somewhere that you're supposed to go or there's something that you're supposed to see a certain way then that's going to be your experience. But if we're going off of someone else's feedback loop, you know, or maybe it was like some things you got to take straight forward. Maybe they did have a bad experience and maybe that restaurant is, you know, no good, you know, or maybe that day, you know, they just didn't have any good waiters or servers or whatever the case may be. Any experience, it doesn't just have to be a restaurant, it could be anything. Um, it like preconceived notions that is when you have intelligence about something already. Some by, by hearing it from someone else 
or experiencing it through someone. Okay. You have a preconceived notion about something because you already are familiar with what you're being presented with. Okay. So you're making an assumption also as well. All right. So we circle back to how do we truly see the world and have we upgraded our vision and perception to where we no longer have to deal with a certain level of distortion or delusion. All right. So let's, let's, um, I need to put that down for a minute. Let's get into it right fast. So when dealing with our reality, we can look at the news, right? The news is always perpetuating a certain thing, right? This is the easiest way to know whether or not you, how you are seeing the world and or how us as humanity or as human beings are actually reflecting into the world, okay? And what we're experiencing because of our reflections from, from inside out, okay? So... Looking at the news, there's a feedback loop. What are they always telling us? Okay. Of course, they, you know, you have to be informed on your surroundings and things that are going on. But majority of the time, what is the news telling us? It's telling us about murder and mayhem. It's telling us about the last previous bloodshed. It's, you know, it's almost like they're keeping up their own timeline. It's a timeline, right? So imagine during your regular day, you've had an amazing day, right? Amazing day. And then you're like, you know what? Let me see what the 6 p.m. news said. Or let me look on social media and see what's going on. Now, social media timeline is different. You know, you can see some of everything. But if you're just looking at the regular program that we were born into, which was dealing with the news, dealing with society and a certain type of system that we came into when we were born, right? Then that program is already running. So it's going to give you the perception. It's going to tell you things that it wants you to see, that it wants you to know so that you can do certain things in the world and it can kind of carve you up that way, right? But luckily, we have a divine intelligence. We have a God sense. We have the power of the most high. We have purpose. We have power. We have wisdom. We have discernment. We have discretion. And so these things are the things that will help us not only have a rose-colored lens or have an optimistic perception of how we see the world, but it will also help us come from a better place where we can project into the world what we truly see. When you have a vision for something, are you going to let someone else distort your vision? When you know you truly see something a certain way or you need to see it a certain way, you have to bring it out a certain way. You know, if you have a play, if you have a project, if you have something on your heart that you have to bring into the world, are you going to continue to look at everybody else and continue to grab information from them, which is relevant when you need to do research, be motivated, be inspired, and surround yourself around the reflections of how you see the world. But eventually it gets to a point where it's like, you don't really want to distort your view. You really want to hone in on your vision. So are you going to look at the television? Are you going to look at the news? 
and continue to hear what they're telling you? Or are you going to actually hone in on your news and the vision that you want to bring out into the world? You know, that's the important part of how do we really see the world? You know, what color lenses do you have on? You know, it's either I know when I go outside, my glasses transition and sometimes I forget that I do. I forget. I walk into a building. I forget they may have transitioned back to clear, you know, so I'm seeing things differently or people are even seeing me differently, you know. But the whole thing is when you have a vision, how are you going to bring it into the world if there is another program running telling you that something is a certain way? It's the old program because um, in that last video, well, two videos ago, we were speaking about um, being in the new and preparing to how to be in the new and old world, how to transition within a new and old world because I'm, this season that we're in right now, uh, this Pisces season or what I call Vesica Pisces season, which deals with balance and creation, um, divine femininity and unity. Um, within this season, I'm telling it's gonna go by in a way that I don't think we've experienced before. And so the reason why is because we are shifting into a whole new timeline, a God time, a higher consciousness, a higher God divine timeline, a, a whole new paradigm on earth that we as humanity, as the people are bringing about. So it's no longer be born into the world and then being told this is what you do. Chop, 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 chop. It's more so what are we creating so that when we give birth, when we bring children into this reality, there is already a timeline that we want them to come into and actually develop in versus developing into the same old system, the same old program, the same old thing, right? You know, because we see, the destruction we see where it's you know gotten us this far and so it's up to us in this timeline to be intentional and make sure that everything that we do is powerful you know a lot of people are experiencing a lot of abnormal supernatural things and these are the things that we have seldom talked about you know, even just as subtle as synchronicity, things happening or thinking, you know, of, or having the ability to know something before it happens or, you know, these are things that have happened forever. But how have we been able to express this? How have we been able to bring this about in a conscious way to where we can actually have the dialogue or even have the place or the preparedness to bring people into that um, that timeline, that reality, so that you can actually hone in on those God-given gifts and abilities. You know, a writer may actually be pro projecting the future, you know, or 
any anything you know a creator a builder anybody when you're bringing something into this world into this 3d world because we are in another we are literally shifting into what we would say a fifth dimensional way of thinking so no more 3d of course we don't have virtual reality the metaverse all of that stuff has to be 3d because it's technology but we're way bigger than technology. Technology reflects who we are. So then that comes back to how do we really see the world? Is the world trying to keep up with us or are we trying to keep up with the world? Okay. Like how fast, how, how often do we have to continue to always keep coming up with the next iPhone, the next this, the next technology, the next this, the next that, you know, when even way back when in history, even dealing with Atlantis, even dealing with all these different places that existed in other timelines, okay? Because I don't even want to say 18,000 and all these millions of years ago when it was just a timeline, timeline ago. It was just a dimension ago, okay? Um, how do we bring into reality the things that are already within us you know how do we lead strong with that all right so it's there's a certain level of distortion that comes with being a part of someone else's reality the distortion again is being being given messages right and and recognizing eventually as you're healing, I would say, or as you're continuing to grow, okay, because growth is imperative. And when you're growing, you're growing up, you're going out, right? When the plant grows, it grows up, it grows out. So there are going to be things that you're releasing, you're moving, you're, you know, you're, you're, you, you're coming out just like a butterfly, a cocoon. You know, you have to wiggle things off. You have to shake things off, the old remnants of yourself. You know, it's being born into a new body, a new light body, a, a whole new way of being. And so that is exactly where we are and that's exactly where we're heading. And so with that, again, the distortions will make you think that you're not making progress. The distortions will make you think that you lost something. Now, of course, when it comes down to certain specific things, and I, you know, that this always has to be cleared up because I know that there are people that are always like, yeah, but when you lose somebody, when you when we're losing people, you know, yes, that that is that is happening, right? But there, there is also a certain level within that program, within this program that has created a culture of death, okay? It has created a death culture and we see it all around us, right? Everything that surrounds us, if it's a beautiful day, then in their world, there's bloodshed and mayhem, all right? You know, Metro Boomin came out with an album and it said heroes and villains and the city was on fire. And then next thing you know, the city was on fire and they had a, a protest and 
They were trying to ignite, okay? They were trying to ignite the reality of a program where people are out here in the streets. But we've become a little, uh, which is, it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's a good thing. It's a bad, it's a, it can go both ways, you know, because you want people to be alive to the changes. But at the same time, the old program will have us out here doing things outside of ourselves, you know, and then still not making progress versus if we really get into it and say, all right, how do I code this program? How do I cre create a new timeline? How do I bring about the gifts that are in me? If God gave you something that you need to do, go ahead and get into the research. Go ahead and get into it. You want to bring it out into the world so that you can see your reflection in the world. Because right now, what's being reflected in the world is pain, envy, greed, all of these different things because of the pain, the trauma, you know, eons and eons of trauma. All right. So gener generational trauma. All right. And it just continues to evolve itself um, as long as we don't actually bring out the true reflection, the true program and what's really supposed to be here on earth. You know, how do you bring heaven? Why do they say heaven on earth? Why is that? Why is that a thing? Heaven on earth. Okay. Why is heaven on earth a thing? It's a, it's, it's a saying because it's real. You know, it's the same because it can be created. You know, it's just like this paint. <laughs> it's just like this painting right here. You know, that came out of a vision. You know, it came out of something. This microphone, it came out of something. So when we bring things down from within us and we receive the vision for something to bring into the world, then what does that look like? We are in a time where art is going to be the president of our time. We are in a time where taking time for yourself is going to be the president of your time because you're going to have to nurture yourself in order to be exactly who you need to be in this world. Like it's no longer not taking time for yourself to really listen to your body. And when you listen to your body, you're listening to the most high. You're listening, listening to God. You're being intuitive. You're being guided to do certain things. All right. So again, we're coming back to how do we really see the world and is the world really our reflection? Because how are you reflecting in the world? What are your cells actually saying that you said? Okay. And this can show up in so many ways, right? So let me get more into um, this. So of course, you know, with, you, you can deal with distortions. We can deal with delusions. You know, we can deal with so many different things. But programs since birth, as water programs. Let me see. Sometimes I can't write y'all. <laughs> but programs since birth, right? We've experienced programs since birth because we were in the womb. And the womb was the waters, right? 
the first waters, the primordial waters. Imagine how potent water is programmable, right? Water is programmable. That's why you got Avatar, the way of the water, right? Water is programmable. You can go on YouTube and look up how to program water and you will find a million videos on how you can program water and how that can actually affect you on a cellular level because as we know, we are made up of 75% water and the earth is the same way. Why are we reflecting the earth? Why are we, hopefully I'm not screaming. Why are we reflecting the same aspects of the earth? Because we are here to bring about a certain thing, a certain program. So again, when we are in the womb, we are being programmed, okay? In the water, through our cells, and that's how things are being created. Imagine that process. If you sat back and just closed your eyes and imagined that process, the birth of a new self, the birth of a you, the birth of anything coming through the womb, right? And you're in this space, this dark space, just like growth, okay? It may look like you're never getting out of there. And you actually might get comfortable there, might not want to come out, but you're being programmed the entire time. But what type of programming are you receiving? You know, the mother is the first teacher in the womb. What type of program are you receiving? Okay. So not only do we have to deal with that, that first program, but then we also have to deal with the distortions of the reality of what the mother is experiencing. Okay. And, and, that's a whole nother aspect. And then you come out. Now you got to deal with the fact that the people that are around you, you know, you, you, you're trying to, you're being stimulated by all these different things that you heard that you were programmed by in the womb. You heard these voices. You heard this point, this person visit, you know, while your mother was in the womb. You heard your mother cry when this person was around. You heard, this you felt this anger okay you felt this anger you know when your your mother felt it so you tasted this food when you were in the moon so this is your this about to be your favorite food it's like it's it, it gets down to those details of how we reflect in the world based on the original places and spaces of our mind of our perception and how we see things all right so as we go forward in this, it's like how I continually just want to say, how do you really see the world? You know, like I said, you can go through an experience where, you know, you may have seemed like you lost a job, right? It may seem like you may have, you know, lost this, that, and the other, and you may have, and it's not to downplay an experience and how someone experiences their experience, okay? Because, again, you know, if a person is facing a detriment that removes them from their home or, you know, anything that was secure, then, of course, you know, that's a certain type of timeline 
But the thing is that we also have to be responsible for and accountable for is our actions, our choices, and the lessons that we have to learn in order for us to progress. We've all had to experience lessons that have either progressed us or regressed us based off of our choices. Did you did you experience the lesson and do better or did you experience the lesson and regress? Okay, that that is the true evolution of how you're seeing yourself in the world, how you're experiencing things. All right, because here we go again back into preconceived notions. Here we go back again into distortions and delusions. Okay, so you have to be practical when it comes down to how you're going to get out of a situation or how are you going to get into a situation, you know. Like, how are you going to quantum leap into that new shift in a new reality into what it is that you truly want to do? You take action. You take major action. You hold yourself accountable. You bring about the discipline for the changes that are needed. Okay. I mean, look, we all have to deal with ourselves. We all have certain aspects of ourselves where it's just like, you know what? We did our best today. All right. You're going to count your blessings. You're going to recognize exactly, hey, look, I did this thing today. I had a list of things. I did about five of them. And you know what? I'm proud of that. Okay? I know I can do more. We're going to continue to get better every single day. All right? You want powerful moments. You want beautiful moments. You know, because that's what you want to project into the world, into your experiences so that you can welcome in and receive exactly what it is that God has for you, that the most high has for you, that your heart wants to project into the world. OK, because we are projectors. I wouldn't say everybody is a projector, but at the end of the day, we are because through our consciousness, through how we think, through how we speak, through how we move. Every action that we take, whether you're bending down to pick something up, whether something, the wind is blowing, every single movement has an exchange, okay? And when we realize the power that surrounds us, we'll realize that we literally are heaven on earth, you know, but it's up to us to bring that about. And what does that actually look like? And how is that really supposed to be experienced, all right? So again, all right, so we come ready with a vision and a purpose. Once we come out the womb, once we come out our mother's waters, once we dock, okay, and we go ahead and, you know, we receive new information as soon as we come out. But we come here ready with a vision and a purpose, okay? So once we become of the world and in it, we began a subtle overloading program of how to see everything through the eyes of someone else telling us how to see things. You know, have you ever really taken time for yourself or I'm asking the question because these are the experiences that I've already had that I've already had and that I continue to have or whatever, because 
healing and releasing things and coming more into yourself and building a, a, a continual relationship with the most high of yourself, with the source of all things, with God, with whoever, whatever it is of how you uh, nurture yourself and how you were brought into this world, building that, continuing to build that relationship is pretty much imperative because again how are you seeing everything is it through the eyes of someone else telling us how to see things or is it truly through the vision that you have you know a lot of people speak about the pineal gland about the third eye about you know all these different ways that we can see ourselves our skin you know like everything on us has an ability, has a sense, okay? So, right now, at, at best, you know, are you being told how to do things through the news, through social media, you know, through your parents, family, friends, and most of all, through yourself? You know, are you really taking time to harness that communication, taking time to... Going to med meditation doesn't look the same for everyone. You can do a sleeping, you can wake up and, you know, you just really honor the fact that you are a little bit more sleepy, that you feel like it, you know, you might feel a little bit more heaviness. Sometimes it's easier to just get up, go and do a quick little walk or workout or something and energize yourself. But sometimes you might just need to lay back down. Because you may be feeling something. You may be receiving notifications. This is my favorite part about upgrading or about actually coming into the intelligence of the body is that we actually receive notifications when things are shifting in our lives. And it comes through the body. It comes through our mind. It comes through our heart. It comes through our soul. It comes through our energy. But we're not able to honor it because we have so many things going on that we have to keep up with that we got to be we got to be at work on time we got to be here on time you got to do this you know this that and the other so sometimes we may be maneuvering in a way that doesn't allow us to take that time so that's why you have to carve out the time you have to dedicate the time you have to create the time so that you can have time for yourself to bring out the vision of how you need to see the world and how you want to reflect in the world. All right. So carving out that time could just be 20 minutes a day. You know, when I first started meditating, I started with just, I, well, I started with 10 minutes, but eventually I got comfortable with knowing what 10 minutes felt like without a timer or without a clock. And I decided, you know what? I like 20 minutes. I just, and I think I've moved to 20 minutes. Um, I forgot the type of meditation it was, but basically I moved to 20 minutes and I know what 20 minutes feels like, you know, and I like 20 minutes because it's just enough to get everything in sync. And like I said, meditation doesn't look the same for everything, everybody. You might like writing. You might like waking up and just sitting and just speaking your day into existence or just sitting there, you know, and just drinking water, 
and just coming into the day and saying, taking deep breaths. You know, you have to find your way, the way that's right for you. You know, um, journaling is a great way of doing a specific type of meditation, but it also helps you to release things. You know, a lot of people may not be able to make it to a therapist or make it to a doctor. So let your pen do the talking for you. All right. Write it out, you know, express it as much as you can. Now, a lot of people may be dealing with different things mentally that may not be able to be um, taken care of through just a journal, through just a writing, through just a meditation. You know, you may actually do need a therapist. You may actually do need to take time and go see someone and go check on your wellness and go do certain things. All right. But for the most part, you know, we have to carve out that time so that we can honor our vision and our purpose and what we're truly here to do. All right. And so, again, um, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is definitely my shift set Monday. Uh, this is the beginning of, if you're astrological like that, then, you know, in my terms, I say Vesca Pisces season, because after this season, the world, Pisces is the 13th, uh, well, 12th sign or whatnot. It's the last sign of the Zodiac. It seems it doesn't seem that way, but it actually is. It's the last sign of the zodiac. And so it makes sense because then we go into a new season um, at the end, which is the spring equinox. And so that's when things start blooming and you know coming about, you know, that brings about new life, new, new ambience of seeing things, you know, new lenses, you know, you've done a lot to get to this point. Your growth is imperative for that point specifically. So that's a good timeline to even um, write out to hold yourself accountable, you know, from now up until spring equinox or when spring kicks off, you know, how dedicated or how determined are you to say, you know, it's some things I know I need to work out. So I'm going to dedicate at least five minutes every day to make sure that I just, you know, recall my day and to see what I saw in my day. Even if it was the smallest thing, I, like today, I, I went walking and I was on one side of the street and I seen someone walking toward me with their dog and the, the sidewalk was a little narrow and I was just like, uh, it'd just be better for me to just switch sides. You know, I just felt the inkling to just, you know, switch sides and change, you know, change the side that I was walking on. So I decided to cross the street. And as I'm crossing the street, I look down and I see, a, I see, you know, something shining and it was a quarter. Now I know it's a quarter, a quarter million, you know, but I'm just saying that I saw a quarter million. Now just... <laughs> I'm just saying, I saw a quarter million. <laughs> I saw a quarter because I appreciate everything. But the whole thing is, as soon as I shifted, right, if I, it could have happened two ways. And I don't know. Sometimes it's not up to you to find out how something could have happened, right? Or 
you know, what would have been. Sometimes it's better for you to just go ahead and shift, right? So I'm walking towards these people immediately in my senses and in my perception. I'm like, nah, it'd just be better for me to switch sides. I'm receiving that. All right. I switch sides immediately. It's almost like I was paid to, to change sides. And I walk over to the next side of the street and I'm greeted. I, I, I pass some people and they're smiling and they're greeting me. And then I pass somebody else and they're acknowledging. And I'm just like, you know, those are the things that we have to, those subtle, small experiences are the things that we have to pay attention to, to really understand and see the reflections of ourselves in reality and how God really wants us to see things. I could have kept walking and because it's, you know, hey, the world is, it's a strange world. All right. That's why you, sometimes you got to have rose colored lenses. You got to put on a certain lens just to be like, all right, I know how I'm going to navigate through this one. But um, I could have kept walking straight on that side, on that side of the sidewalk. And it could have been a cool little, you know, you know, somebody just walking by with a dog and I'm just walking on the right side, or it could have been something where it could have been anything, you know, but for the most part, I didn't have to stay to see it. I didn't have to stay, you know, I recognize it. I honored it by, by, by across the street, got paid across the street. Bam. You know, that's how I'm seeing it. I got paid across the street. If I wouldn't have decided across the street, I wouldn't have had a quarter. That's more, that's the quarter I didn't have. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm grateful, you know, because there's, there's more to come. Obviously, if it was just as simple as me to just cross over the street, to shift powerfully right then. And it's subtle things like that, that will, I don't want to say test you, but there are subtle things that can happen in your reality that will say, are you paying attention? You know, are you listening? Because you're being guided. You know, so are you listening to your guidance? You know, so that's why it's important to carve out that time uh, with yourself, with the most high, with that connection that you have to your source of creation. Um, so that way, your guidance can be clear, just like navigation. When you're trying to get somewhere, you need it to be loud and clear, you know. Let's go, because it's somewhere you need to be. It's something that you need to do. It's something that you need to bring out into the world. Are you ready to do it? You know, so I'm, I'm going to be wrapping this up because it's, I think this is the longest live that I've done. And I really, really appreciate y'all at 10, 10.33 p.m. Um, or if you're a replay viewer, I appreciate you for making it this far. Um, I appreciate y'all for liking, sharing, subscribing, or just being a part of this live stream. And of course, if you're in a whole nother part of the world, and it's not even on the Eastern Standard Time of America's, you know, and you may be three hours out. You may be five hours out. You might even be ahead of time, okay? You might be five hours ahead, all right? I still appreciate you as well. All right, so 
right now we're coming into being empowered and commanding our reality, okay? So how do we do that? You know, the same way that I just said, being able to carve out that time and take the time out and say, you know, I know what I want to do. Am I willing to do it? Because you have to be real with yourself and you have to meet yourself exactly where you are. The same way how we have to meet people where they are or you recognize where people are. You like, uh, OK, we you know, this might be all right or nah, I don't th I think I'm going to hang with them one time. And that's it, you know. But the distortion of vision, this distortion of true vision, seeing our way through into an endless place that begins once we have shifted our minds, our energy into our purpose. When you shift your mind and your energy into your purpose, not only are you going to see the world how you need to see it, but you're also going to reflect into the world exactly what needs to be into the world, what needs to be in the world, because now you're on purpose. You know, now you're moving powerfully because you're seeing with your purpose. Everything you do has something to do with your purpose. Now, and that some some people that might sound a little boring. It's like <laughs> everything I do got to be about my purpose. I'm going to the restaurant to eat. Oh, in my purpose, it, purpose is not just like that. Like, it's not like some little thing that is just like a job or something. It's literally an essence of your being. It's why you're here. So your purpose could be easily like how I just shifted <laughs> and crossed the street, picked up a little coin, and then was greeted by some people. Maybe somebody needed to see your face. Maybe they needed to recognize. Maybe you needed to see someone to recognize the beauty in your day. Maybe you need to go somewhere on purpose. Maybe you need to do a thing on purpose. Maybe you need to wake up on purpose. Maybe you need to open your eyes on purpose. Maybe you need to walk on down the street on purpose, exercise on purpose, eat on purpose, take care of yourself on purpose. Purpose is not just a job. It's not just the thing that you're doing because I was called here to do a purpose. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. A pur your purpose, okay, is you moving powerfully in the presence of your divine being, your divinity, the reason why you're on earth. I think that is always imperative to remind people that we are on a earth, okay? We are beings on a earth. We came here out of a womb. We are on a earth, okay? So when you recognize that, you've got to be here for some reason. Because why would you choose to come to a place in space where you're just literally just being projected into these different programs, these different realities, these different timelines. It's just so much going on all the time. You know, like eventually it comes to a point where you move powerfully on purpose. You do things on purpose, okay? Because once you come into that alignment with yourself, again, with the most high of yourself, then it's like, 
you're you're in alignment with your assignment. So it could be as easy as again, you might decide I'm hungry, I want to go here. And and I'm talking about food because obviously I like food. So and it, everybody, food is a love language. I just I found that out. Food is a really big love language. So you know, you may decide you want to go somewhere and you realize you get your food, you might meet some people in line, you might just have a really good experience while you're there, and you like, dang. But then something else happens, like in a very positive way. You like, dang, this is what I came here for. I didn't even come here for the food. I really came here for this. You know, has that ever happened to you? You know, where you you went somewhere for something, right? And you end up doing a whole nother thing or meeting people or having an experience that literally just empowered you in a way to be like, I see you God, or I see y'all angels and my ancestors. I see what y'all doing out here. Okay. You know, like this, these are the experiences that we have to come into. These are the experiences that they don't want us to come into. And I'm going to use the words they don't want us to, because yes, the old program, the old world that we're shifting out of does not want to, does not want us to experience the potency of our gifts and bring that about because it creates destruction because before peace comes destruction. All right. When you're healing yourself, you're literally creating havoc in the world, right? And I know that seems a little oxymoronish. Like it seems a little, um, I don't know. It seems weird because it's like, well, I'm healing. That's a good thing. Yes. But imagine all the things that you're healing in your blood, through your cells, through your DNA, you know, spiritually, it's not just you by yourself, because when you heal, someone else in your family heals as well. When you grow, there's a there's a glitch in the system, right? So imagine every time something happens in the world, <laughs> there's a glitch in the system. Every time someone purges or releases something that is in their energy field or within their mind or within their soul or within their heart that allows room for them to grow and for them to be on purpose. Imagine what happens in the world. Earthquakes, volcanoes erupting. The earth is doing the same thing, right? The earth. Okay. And phenomenas happen, phenomenons happening, you know, but I also want to be grounded and practical and also say that, um, you know, it was all this uh, yeehaw, you know, all this talk, you know, before the Super Bowl where they just shooting stuff out of the sky. Like, how does this all of a sudden happen? All of a sudden, uh, we got a balloon in the sky from China. We got a then another country got a balloon, Mexico. Then uh, Canada got a balloon. Then Australia, all these places. And now all of a sudden, balloons popping up. And not only that, but you know, then the eagles get shot down. You know, so all I'm seeing is, you know, keep your vision high. 
you know, and stay grounded as well. See things exactly how you need to see them so that you can bring it into the world and don't let them shoot you down. All right. Don't let nobody shoot you down, you know, because this is your vision. This is what you have to bring into the world. This is what you have to honor on purpose. Okay. So don't let your vision get shot down. All right. Um, just a little, let's see. We almost do it. I swear. We almost do it. All right. So utilizing that to progress. Right. So we're utilizing the same energy to progress into higher dimensions of seeing our way through. All right. Now it's just like example, always a great example, Harriet Tubman, you know, how are you going to see your way to and through something if you don't have the vision and you don't have the faith, okay, and the discernment and the discretion and the wisdom to be guided along the way? Obviously, there is help. There is support along the way. You're going to lose people along the way. You know, or you may catch people may catch up and circle back with you along the way, it, you know, hopefully in a better form, in a better light or just for a second, just to say, hey, you know, but for the most part, do you have the faith to move forward to where you can pave or carve the way or even be supportive of the people that are doing it already or find a group, find, you know, the accountability to be able to say, hey, this is something I would like to be a part of. You know, you know, sometimes you can become a part of something. You don't have to necessarily be totally active until you're ready. Um, you can come into these different things. You can create your own thing. It's just so many different ways, right? So seeing things happening. Whew, okay, yeah, let's get into this right fast. All right, y'all. So seeing things happening for you and not against you. And I'm not going to do this whole thing because. Mm, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's just going to this is the whole little session right here, y'all. For real. I'm not. It ain't going to be that long, but let's get into it. So seeing things happening for you and not against you. If it's happening for you, then you are able to see the miracle in something. If it's happening for you, then you appreciate being able to receive the lesson or experience to upgrade yourself, whether energetically, emotionally, physically, through wellness, mentally, spiritually, etc. If it's happening for you, then you can see through the distortion of emotions or preconceived notions that it's all bad when really it's all good. If it's happening against you, then you may see the blocks within yourself that bring up the preconceived emotions that say this is terrible. What is happening? And when, when I say blocks, if it's happening against you and you may see the blocks within yourself that bring up preconceived emotions. We're not even talking about notions anymore. It's preconceived emotions. All right. These blocks are still dealing with ourselves and still dealing with our vision and our lenses and the ex past experiences and how we experience things now in the present moment of what it is that's going on. 
So let's just get through that one more time. If it's happening against you, then you may see the blocks within yourself. And I'm going to add to be cleared away, things that may need to be clear, addressed and cleared away so that your vision is no longer distorted. Okay. And you can see it for what it truly is, which is the flip side of seeing things happening for you versus against you. Right. So. They're bringing up preconceived emotions that say this is terrible. What is happening now? Of course. If it is something happening that is actually terrible in the 3D world on Earth, where anything obviously goes, everything goes on Earth. Obviously, we can we can look at movies, we can look at the news, we can look at some of everything and find out that anything goes on Earth. Obviously, right? So then, yes, that experience will create a mental, emotional block of protection to anticipate or notify if the senses perceive it to happen or look like it can happen again. So certain things happen in our experience where it actually may be something that we are experiencing that is um, against us, you know, or, you know, like crimes against humanity or against ourselves. And so our mental, emotional fields and our energy and for our own protection, our senses will be able to perceive things so that it doesn't happen again. Or if it does, we're ready for what needs to occur. All right. So, for example, if someone has been in a fight before and possibly got hit and did not see it coming, then on the next go round, the body will have stored memory within the cellular membrane of the body and energy to be able to recognize it before it happens again. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully. So if it happens against you, no matter the atrocity, we as human beings have to overcome or begin to overcome the experience and be empowered to initiate a new connection, a new experience, a new reference point of emotions, thoughts, feelings, in order for what was happening against you to turn into the vision of it happening for you. All right. And that's major. All right. That's major. Imagine if that's how we were able to transform ourselves and transmute things and make a decision to move powerfully you know healing takes a while i'm not saying this is an overnight express train but there is a train you know there is a way there is a mode of transportation there is a walk you know it could just like i said it could be as easy as changing sides of the street okay and being compensated for your efforts okay so we always talk about, and I don't think I, I stopped. We're going after this, this is pretty much the, the top of the top. So we always talk about what a privilege it is to have the material things, which is fantastic and phenomenal, you know, of how we see things since they came from within us, right? You know, and from the earth, okay? You know, everything we have, 
even me doing this live stream, every single piece of whatever it takes to create this live stream, including this laptop, including the wires, including the camera, everything, every single piece of it for me to be right here live streaming came from a mind of a person and it also came from the earth. All right. So that is a pure reflection in the world. All right. But more than anything, it's a privilege to be able to embrace the things that we normally don't think is a privilege. You know, like being able to wake up, breathe, blink, and see things, experience ourselves, actually use our limbs are everything okay every piece of ourselves you know taking time for yourself you know walking out on the street hearing the birds chirp seeing the flowers the trees really being here now to say powerfully that you are moving on purpose okay so again man y'all i appreciate you for tuning in to my shift monday of course again um if you are on the replay thank you so much for being here uh again we dealt with vision rose-colored lenses and how do we really see the world and i am just enthused and empowered to be able to bring this information this way um, of course, if you are not familiar with the Purpose Protection Program, it is a universal accountability group that I have created um, so that we can bring, well, not, well, so that we can really bring things into perspective when it comes down to us really being on purpose and doing exactly what we need to do. And sometimes you just really need to surround yourself with people that are ready to move in that direction. All right. So I'm going to drop the link. Um, yeah, this is right here. I'm going to drop the link into the comments. We are on the platform called Gilded, which is similar to Discord. Um, but I'm really big on words and I would prefer to build in a guild versus in discord. Okay. Even though both of them are actually great platforms. Um, I don't, I mean, you can try and type that in, but it'll be in the comments. Um, let me give y'all the other link as well. All right. So this is the other link as well. Um, you can join. There is a slight, you know, a few questions that you have to answer because um, I don't really, you know, this is not a program where we're just going to come in. and I mean, it's going to be beautiful. Like there are so many things that are about to develop um, with Leader While Learning, with the Purpose Protection Program. But more than anything, um, I'd want to make sure that, Oh, let me show y'all. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, I want to make sure that we are being intentional and that we are really, really building with each other and so being supportive um, of our and realistic and practical. All right. And providing a safe space for people to say, hey, you know what? I really want to do something. I may not have too many people around to um, that are in support of this, but I want to move in this direction. How do I do this? And so um, we will have programs set up specifically where you can go through, um, you know, because the biggest thing is effective self-leadership, how to guide yourself, how to be in guidance, and just how to move powerfully in your purpose. Like that's the biggest thing, leading and learning. Lead strong and learn with your energy, all right? And earn, okay? Because <laughs> we're not, we're gonna make money, guys, okay? <laughs> so, with that being said, again, I appreciate y'all so much. Um, and I really hope y'all had a great day. Hope y'all have a powerful, uh, beautiful week. Um, no matter what, just find something beautiful and whatever is happening. Um, and be blessed, and we are about to be out of here. All right, so thank y'all, and I'll see y'all soon.
super brew, so you know I'm not okay. making wealth every day, so you know I gotta pray. Got the universe speaking in a major way. I just not on stop playing today. If you want it, you can get it, gotta make a way. I'm gonna hop on the flight, get some corn look. I've been hungry, so I'm just trying to fill my plate. You ain't thinking about it next shit. I'm talking about like cash, you know, get it back and shit. So you shop and shit. Rap, rap, rap and shit. And your house is immaculate. See my DNA, I'm focused. I'm living in money, I run to the jail. Destination, everybody want it.